Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Shall we begin? This is Jackie Smith, and you are listening to Keep It Magic Radio with myself and my co-host Storm Sestivani. Spend a little time with us in the next hour to charge up your week, find new approaches to the same old issues, and smile at the ridiculousness of life. Storm and I push the spiritual status quo, and we challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone to help you take your magic to the next level. Keep It Magic Radio is sponsored by Coventry Creations, where no matter what your problem, money, love, protection, maybe a bit of motivation, we have a candle for that. Now open your mind and get ready to expand your life with Storm and Jackie. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to what will be the last four episodes of Keep It Magic. Of course, I'm here with the wonderful, talented, and gifted um, Miss Jackie Smith, who, of course, has been my co-host uh, of this show for the last six years. Um, and, uh, six? Because yeah, I was six. saying five. Okay, yeah, I'm this wrong. This is season six. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what happens with your kids, too. You're ten? When did ten happen? Okay, keep talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, before we get into the juicy bits, um, uh, I cruise on over to www.coventrycreations.com. Again, that's www.coventrycreations.com. If you have a problem in your life, whether that, that be a love problem or a money problem or a spirituality problem or you need to do a little bit of life reinvention, we definitely have candles for that. So make sure that you cruise on over there and check that out. Um how do you feel, Jackie, that we only have four episodes? Um, good. Yeah. Um, and I, I know people are going to go, what? You're kidding. But it's time. It's, it's like, it's that, um, you know, I feel like I've been painting in the same way for the past six, not five years. And, um, we're going to, we're not done with Keep It Magic. We're just, we're just morphing. We're transforming to keep it interesting and to give a deeper, um, a deeper connection to what we're doing. Yeah, a lot of people have asked me, you know, of course there's a lot of uh, uh, tried and true loyal fans of Keep It Magic, and a, a few of them are keeping, are flipping out and are um, emailing me. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, in in regards to technology and the way that content is being delivered in 2000 in this the fall of 2011 when Jackie and I started this particular show um you know things were the way that they were and um that you know we tried a lot of different things we were originally not going to do uh, the recordings of the show on blog talk um that didn't work out too well you know Jackie was testing that before I even decided to get involved in keep it magic um Jackie was testing that and um uh, then I decided that I would do ten episodes of uh, of Keep It Magic to help Jackie learn how to run um, Blog Talk and uh, learn how to uh, do the technical production of uh, of a particular show. Um, and it was what was available at that particular point that was easiest for us 
you know, running, you, you know, two large businesses, you know, Jackie's and mine. Um, and, uh, you know, now cut to the summer of 2017, um, uh, there's a lot more options um, that are available. And, you know, one of the things that I find, Jackie, and it just may be the nature of the way that information is driven at this particular point, um, I, I, the longer, even an hour, even though when we started this out, the show was longer um, and it mm-hmm. was weekly. Um, uh, but to... Um, to um, bring this down to a particular level in which it is bite-sized information that people can use and apply to their lives. We need better tools to be able to do that. And, you know, unfortunately, Blog Talk does not o- offer those tools. Um, so we're looking and investigating new ones and deciding, you know, basically where it is that we want to go in regards to driving um, uh, information in the future. And we have a lot of cool ideas. Oh, Yeah. I'm super excited about our ideas. <laughs> so it 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 is just going to be different. But Jackie and I are not going anywhere. You know, let me throw a little bit of shade out there. Anybody that thinks anything weirds going on with Jackie and I, shut it down. That is not happening. <laughs> I feel just as strongly about Jackie now as I did in 2007 when I met her. <laughs> God, it was that long ago. It was ten years ago. Yeah, you know, in 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 2007 when I met her, you know, so uh, there's not anything wrong with Jackie or I. I have not become the Matahari and fallen off the roof. In fact, I'm probably sounder than I've ever been. <laughs> Jackie can correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> yeah, actually, almost boring. Yeah, uh, boring. I'm like boring now. Um, Dude, what's going on? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, you know, <laughs> not much, you know. Well, my life exists around readings and uh, and, and taking care of sick relatives, so <laughs> there's that, nothing. Um, but, you know, times change, and Jackie and I feel that we need to uh, to change with those. So, uh, Jackie, um, I, we, we have a lot of information to cover over the next two weeks, um, and it's, most of it is going to be astrologically based combined with um, with magic, so you may want to get your notebooks um, so you can hit the pause button right now and run and get your notebooks if you want to. Jackie, there's a firecracker candle out. Talk to me about it. Oh, I'm super excited about this. So this is this is a, a new foray into adding um, charms onto what we're doing. So this is a um, brand new for Coventry level of magic. So I had our dragon, the Coventry dragon, turned into a charm. And, you know, dragons and fireworks just go together so well. Just, they're just like perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different fables and myths about how the fireworks, the firecrackers would, would scare away the evil dragons and stuff like that. But but I look at the two, the, the two um, and the Coventry dragon is not an evil dragon at all. It This is something that is very inviting. So um, it's a blockbuster candle. The firecracker is a blockbuster candle. If you think about it, um, firecrackers are traditionally used um, to say goodbye to the old and hello to the new. And you add that um, dragon energy to it, and and what you've got is just a very powerful moment of transition for yourself, that no matter what's going on, this is going to help you power through it. Yeah. Um, very excited about it. We made a firecracker candle by accident, um, gosh, years ago, 10-plus years ago. This is before my time. <laughs> yeah, so it was over 10 years ago where um, uh, we had, a long time ago, we had the lover pan candle that was two colors, uh-huh. and it was accidentally made upside down. 
Oh. And um, it was great because it was um, a red candle with a a blue top then. So, or a blue candle, whichever one it was, I can't remember. But it was like, it looks like a big old firecracker. And then it was right around July, and and we had a hundred of them, and so we made a fun label and and sold them out within minutes. As soon as I sent an email out that we had them, we sold them out within minutes. Uh-huh. It was our first limited, accidental limited edition, so it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, but when we wanted to bring it back uh, for Coventry's 25th anniversary, which is this year, I I went back to the drawing board from scratch, and I just put in all of that energy, the ingredients, the colors, the um, scents that are transformational. So um, this is a powerful baby, man. It it has the dragon charm attached to it with a red cord. So the red Mm -hmm. means something, the dragon means something, the firecracker means something. And there's a great little ritual for you to do. Simple, you know, I like to keep it simple. Um, Little bits of magic that you can do on the back. But it's, um, I sold out, so June is the... I figured I'd offer them in June so you'd have them in your hands for the 4th of July or for really the summer solstice because uh-huh. that's a great pinnacle time to make this huge change for yourself. Yeah. And um, uh, on June 2nd, which is the second day we had it offered, we were sold out by 75%. Uh-huh. I made 500, which is a big number for us for a limited edition like that. I made 500 wondering if I was going to sell them all <laughs> by June 2nd. I had all but 100 sold, and actually yesterday morning um, they told me I have, I have 20 left. Um, but then I I pulled a miracle out of my hat, and I was talked to my jeweler who said, well, we accidentally did an overrun, so I'm sitting on about 250 charms. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, uh, tomorrow and early next week we're making another 200, 250. Nice. So, because um, it's sold out. Actually, I, somebody just handed me a note. We are the first batch is sold out. And that's amazing. Yeah. Today is the eighth. In in eight days, we we sold out 500 candles. Yeah, that's really amazing. Um, from my particular perspective of uh, of seeing the candle, and of course, I was not involved in the creation of the candle. Let me put that out there also. <laughs> as soon as I got the packaging, you know, and I opened it up and looked at it, what it reminded me. Um, uh, of Jackie and we we get these um, these during the Fourth of July that there's these little stands that pop up around the city and usually in the grocery store parking lots um, mm-hmm. and you know little tents and they're out there selling their fireworks and stuff like that but it reminds me of um, and I think that it's kind of cool most people would kind of I think kind of suspect the blockbuster candle to be in the 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 uh, Motor City Hoodoo line and mm-hmm. kind of a that ilk you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, I think it's kind of cool that it's done in a blessed herbal style um, so it is this big candle, slender in the middle. It looks like those Roman candles. At, it, uh, yeah, that's exactly why we did yeah. it. I mean, and it harkens back to before the the hoodoo candles were on the market when we when we made our accidental first limited edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you know, so it is, um, you, you know, it's really, really great. It's really, you know, the packaging is bright. And, um, you know, I, I think with 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 Blockbuster in general, um, I think that it is, um, uh, you know, one of the uh, the things about it is that the reason that you're, bl- you're blasting things apart, you're removing the blocks, is because these are things that have been weighing on you. So with the bright coloring packaging, it is almost that promise of things may be tough now, but something new is about to begin for you, um, or the obstacles are about to go away, and at least you're going to be able to experience some form of peace of mind um, with uh, with whatever it is that you're you're going through. So, you know, I recommend people go over to Coventry Creations while they can now, um, and, um, and and order them um, because I'm sure that the lot of uh, 200 more um, will probably go um, pretty quickly as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm. We're already making a list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's the reservations uh, have begun already. <laughs> the reservations have begun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, I do have um, you know, and I'm talking mostly on wholesale level. I do have right now um, 20 of them um, earmarked for just online orders. Um, I expect those to because I didn't want to shortchange anybody while okay. we're making more any of our retail customers. So. Um, there's 20 of them for sure. So when uh, when you hear this show, put it on pause, get online, and and um and go order it. So you make sure that we have one left for you because this is it. Once they're done, they're not going to be in our our line. Um, and even if you don't need it right now, you're gonna need it. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those candles. That's why when um. Uh, uh, certain specialty candles come out, you know, um, uh, uh, I get them in, in my or, own orders because you never know when a, a circumstance or a situation is going to come up in which um, you are going to uh, need that. Right. Yeah. And I, um, we had a little bit of wax left over and I poured a few votives for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I think I got 10 votives out of it because I wasn't going to get a whole candle. Yeah, and uh, I was just using the votive the other day as I was writing, and whew, like something I would agonize over all day was like done in an hour. Yeah, it was like, wow, that's a creative blockbuster too. I was just completely <laughs> amazed. I have a couple of uh, of uh, of uh, candles that I that I do that with. Um, one of which is. Um, even think of the name of it right now. Um, uh, it used to be Vision Quest. Um, a problem I, solving. Yeah, problem solving. Um, that uh, uh, I use in regards to um, plotting out, you know, big, huge blog post series um, because it just kind of helps me go with the flow um, mm-hmm. with those uh, a little bit easier. So, yeah, we all have that thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I'm just this is so this is the first I'm really excited about this cuz the response to having the charm on the candle has been pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And I had a made which is great I had a, uh, found um a jeweler I uh, we built a great relationship and and my hope is that more to come on charms. Yes. Yes, more to come on uh charms and um just so that people do know, you know, um, uh, the listeners, uh, 
for my mailing list and stuff like that where I, you know, distribute the show to, there may at some point this summer, just saying, maybe a little storm store that pops up. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah, Jackie and I are working on. So. We've been working on yeah. some. What's the perfect combination? Yeah. <laughs> so that Jackie and I have been uh, working on quietly in the background. So um, it's going to be pretty interesting. Lots of astrology, Jackie. And the one thing that I have to say um, interestingly enough, when I was uh, when I was talking, doing pre-show with you yesterday, uh-huh. one of the things that I noted when we got off of the call, and this is the difference between a conversation in 2011 when your astrological knowledge was not that vast, hmm. um, and 2017, is that when we would have these conversations, and you would say, okay, Storm, what does this mean? Slow down. What does it mean? Right. And yesterday when I was talking in uh, astro- the astrological speak about some aspects, um, uh, you know, the there was not any of this particular conversation. Oh, okay, Storm, remind me what that means, okay? Um, so I have to say you've become rather adept at astrology. Uh, you know, it's it, not nearly to the level you are, and I, I'm holding my own on a few things, but I'm having, when you start talking to me, I remember everything, but when I'm out there in the world, I'm like, hang on, let me get out my notes. Yeah. (laughs) So. So, what we are, the first thing that I want to talk about is that we have two eclipses that happen this summer, and... The, the reason that we're doing them in June is for two different reasons, okay? Number one, there won't be any shows in August um, when the eclipses happen. And one of the things that we have noticed before is if we have covered um, something and really haven't given people time to go out and get the particular materials, there's almost this, oh, you know, why should I order it now? You know, the eclipse is just going to happen. It's not going to get here in time. So we're get, giving you plenty of time to basically get yourself ready. Um, uh, for this and uh, the other thing is uh, one thing to look at in regards to astrological cycles is that they do happen cyclically Um, and what I want you to begin to start to think about okay, is what happened to your life in 1998 in 1999. Okay. So that is kind of, um, so you may even want to hit the pause button. Think about what was going on in your life in 1999, 1998, that particular period. And then start to write down some of the themes. Okay. The reason being is that what was happening then is basically another level of that is going to happen this summer. Okay. So the same themes happen cyclically. Um, uh, in, in, in regards to astrology. So kind of keep that in mind, okay, um, as we go forward. Um, what we're going A to... quick question. Sure. I'm, I'm in the middle of picturing that right now. Mm-hmm. It was a big, big change because that was the first year of my daughter's life in 1998. So that went yeah. from, that was a new reality for sure. There's a lot of, there was a lot of rip and tear in my life at that point. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of taking authority the hard way over uh-huh. my own life. So, are you saying that what's going to happen is going to be uh, is going to be the same intensity and innocence and um, unexpectedness, 
or is it just going to be that we're going to have a similar situation, but now we're older, wiser, and have a better car? Um, I don't know if necessarily older and wiser is, means that we've learned anything. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, what, what I can say is this. The same thing is going to be triggered, okay? Um, if you have learned the particular lesson and you dealt with it in a productive um, sort of way, um, which most of us don't, by the way. Um, uh, You've dealt with the energy in a reflective, productive sort of way. This will be like another layer. Um, uh, If you have not dealt with it in a productive way, the same themes are going to kind of pop up. Now, here is the thing. Remember, it is the same theme, okay? Even though that you're watching Superman, okay, you can really take the plot of Superman and drop Wonder Woman in it if you want to. Gotcha. It's the same theme. You know, the theme is about being heroic, okay, Um, uh, in in those uh, movies Um, uh, and conquering some form of outside force that is impinging upon um, uh, the psyche, okay? That's basically what a heroic movie is about. Um, uh, You can take Superman out of the movie and drop Wonder Woman in, okay? Same movie, different hero. Um, but it is still the same storyline, okay? So in this situation, the story, you, you know, the, the central figure of the particular story, okay, may be different. You may be battling Dark Side or Dark Phoenix or um, uh, Trigon the Terrible or, um, you know, um, the Wicked Witch of the West, okay? Um, uh, but it is still the same story, basically, that you had in 1998 uh, and 99. And because I know a little bit about your chart, Jackie, what was triggered then and what is triggered now is going to be your Mars, okay, because your Mars is in Leo. Um, Mars, so, you know, when people are looking at um, uh, their charts, look and see what is in Aquarius and Leo, okay? Um, uh, The interesting thing is that your daughter's moon is in Aquarius, okay? So it is going to be somewhat affected via the same eclipse in a different way. So let's paint this picture, Jackie. And and this is the way I think that people can work with this. We're just going to paint a picture, okay? Uh, 18, 19 years ago, Jackie was dealing with the birth of a child and dealing with business issues in which she was having to take control of things. Okay, cut to your daughter is now emerging from being a child into adulthood, okay? Um, This is no longer really, even though on some level or another, we parent our children for the rest of our lives. But basically, the choices and the decisions and the options that she makes at this particular point are now her own. And really, that there's not much, even though that you can offer some form of guidance, she's at a particular age in which you can't really say, no, you can't do that. Um, uh, you know, because she's, if you say that, she's just going to do it anyways. Um, but, but, uh, uh, you know, which is the Capricornian way, which, uh, Rebecca is a Capricorn. But basically where I'm also seeing a similar theme is in private things that we've talked about in regards to remodeling your business moving forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very similar theme. Um, yes, you know, I'm, I'm in agreement with you 100%. Yeah. I just, it was so terrible and horrific and, and heart-wrenching the changes that I went through and how um, I had to seriously clear the decks uh, yeah. on a lot of, and I just did that. I don't want yeah. to do it again. 
So, you know, it is... Uh, but you know I start early. Whatever's going on astrologically, it's like I do with the pre-work. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, well, the themes are already starting to pop up, okay? Um, uh, uh, you know, and, and where we're going to start first is actually um, the summer solstice ingress, okay? Because this is basically the bedrock of or the scene setter, okay. Um, uh, you know, if you look at a movie, um, you know, um, Wonder Woman usually occurs in Washington D.C. That's where she's based out of, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you look at Superman, you know, the base of operations is Metropolis. Where um, If you look at Batman, the base of operations is Gotham City. If you look at um, uh, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, it's Oz. You know, <laughs> you know, this is the setting. Um, and the setting that we have for this summer is still the same particular energy that we've been dealing with for about two and a half years, okay, which is Saturn and Neptune. Um, and, you know, Saturn in the Cancer Ingress chart is on the 10th house cusp, which has to do with, um, uh, you know, the way that we're seen um, uh, in, in the world, um, uh, you know, our, uh, the, the public image of us. I mean, it's our reputation. Um, uh, it has to do with the structures that we have built in regards to life, okay? The ascendant, on the other hand, is the road that we're walking down. It's the yellow brick road, okay? Um, so if you think about this, and I'm going to – I think I'm going to stay with the – number one, because I love Dorothy Morrison, but number two, because I think that the, the, the story of The Wizard of Oz is so um, – and you know me with stories. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the, but, but it is so instructive, I think, in regards to this particular stuff, and I think it's a great story in regards to the description of, um, uh, of astrology. Okay, so – the yellow brick road, Jackie, in this case, has got Neptune on it, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's a Neptunian yellow brick road, okay? So the path to Oz right now in this summer, okay, is going to be, let's look at Neptune, confusing, um, seeking something um, larger than ourselves to... Um, Act in a redemptive, a redemptive quality to our own human feelings. Okay, it's messianic in nature. Um, it's seeking that perfect thing, which is why there's so many problems with Neptune in regards to addictions. Because some people may seek it through alcohol, some people may seek it through food, some people may seek it through drugs and marijuana haze. Okay, um, mm-hmm. or through um, opiates or um, uh, getting involved in <clears throat> group structures of a utopian nature that are <laughs> exciting to them. Okay, um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm seeing it. Yeah, um, uh, you know, so the yellow brick road is this very Neptunian type of thing. We're seeking something. That road, the the the, the road is about redemption. 
okay? And it's not redemption. You, you know, you don't need redemption if you're standing in your own particular skin and you're identifying uh, with yourself in your own sense of individuality, okay? So kind of keep that in mind as well, okay? You know, somebody that's standing in their own sense, they're very, very clear about who they are. They don't need redemption, okay? They're comfortable with it. Redemption is a particularly interesting word that has to do a lot with stain and sin and uh, um, uh, human feelings and human toil and mistakes that we have made. And I use the word sin loosely because I think that we can kind of translate the word sin in a modern sort of way into, you know what, we all screw up and we make mistakes. Um, so, but, it's, but it's this lovely little word that helps to be descriptive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the road, okay? The reputation, which I think is equally important, okay, um, because the reputation is what people think about you. Mm-hmm. And Saturn is there. So in some way, you know, and, and we can look at this collectively at the moment as, as well and, 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 and look at, you know, the nature of the United States at the moment. The people of the United States are seeking redemptive fig- figures, Okay, um, something has gone horribly awry. Okay, and as a result, we're looking for something that can save us, so that the sins of our own doing, okay, because we've all done them, mm-hmm. that have led up to the now, um, uh, you know, in some particular way, um, uh, has really gone crazy, and we're seeking for, searching for that individual, individual or group or system or idea or cheesecake, okay, um, that is going to make those, that's going to remove that sin and that stain, okay. Now, but the public reputation is equally important because Saturn is sitting there, okay. Saturn damages the reputation, okay. Um, On one end, Saturn in that particular house is, um, I think, descriptive of the way that the world sees us at this particular moment, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you look at geopolitical stuff, and it doesn't even matter what your particular political flavorings are, okay, the fact that a lot of other countries, okay, um, that we have considered to be allies at this particular point are, you know, currently looking at the United States with a big, huge, gigantic WTF over the top of their head. Right. Right. Um, yeah, um, so that there has something that has damaged the particular reputation, okay? Um, uh, the 10th house also has to do, in an English chart, has to do with the presidency. I will let you all look at that on your own. You can make your own vast choices and decisions. I'm really more concerned at the moment in regards to the political because, as I stated for the past year, um, if you are an individual that finds Donald Trump extremely distasteful. The key to working with Donald Trump is to look at your own life and to ask yourself, where is Donald Trump alive inside of you? You know, what little things that you may be doing that may be reminiscent, not not the same way, okay, it may be in a total different capacity, um, but, you know, that there are places in which if, if we just take some of his um, difficult um, uh, behaviors, you know, where are places that you're belligerent? Um, where are places where you try to push your own agenda? Um, where are you trying to fudge the truth 
to fit your own narrative. Um, uh, you know, these are the things that you can do. Now, if you like Donald Trump, I mean, that's, that's a whole different ball of wax. Keep doing whatever the hell you're doing. But, um, uh, you know, it is still the particular level of needing to look at what in our life, okay, to bring it down to the personal, what in our life, Jackie, is damaging us? Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we damaging our own reputation? How are we damaging the way that other people view us? Um, uh, and uh, uh, usually, because of the fact that Saturn and Neptune are in square, okay, um, as I've talked for the last two years, uh, two and a half years, you're usually going to lean towards one or the other, okay? So with Neptune, it's going to be finding Saturn is the enemy, okay? In other words, the reason that my life is not wonderful and perfect is because X, Y, and Z is going on. On the contrary, okay, if you lean more towards the Saturnian, okay, uh, you're going to look at things from the perspective of if only those delusional people (laughs) would act the right way, you know, I wouldn't have to fudge the truth and I wouldn't have to call everything fake news. Oh, that might have come out of my mouth once or twice. Yeah, um, you know, or you, you know, and I, I'm using these large pictures just basically so that people people can begin to see kind of the tapestry and the narrative that's going on here. Okay, mm-hmm. um, because the thing here is is that even though that this is going, you know, an ingress usually shows what's going on geopolitically, I don't think that we can pull ourselves out of the geopolitics completely. We may only be a hair of the geopolitical process, okay, but we're still start, uh, part of it, okay? So I think that the key here, and um, there's a couple of other things that I want to mention, but I want to stop here for just a second. Jackie, I think that the key, key here, because I want you to talk about magic for a minute, mm-hmm. um, I think that the key here is really looking at how you're seeking something outside of you to fix you, okay, number one. And number two, what are you doing in your life that may be damaging yourself? Okay. Those are good questions. Those, And so here's what I'm pulling from, from what you said, because I think I followed yeah. along pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. You know, I've been talking about this with you for the past two years. And um, when things are going awry for someone, when they are just going nuts and um, and they're like, they feel like their life is falling apart or they can't get traction, we've all felt like that at times. And, and the question I have for them is what, um, what are you changing? Mm-hmm. So what what don't you like? Your what you're doing is your your vision, your fantasy, your I want life to be just like this does not match your foundation that you've created. So something has to change. And it might not be crazy fantasy. It just might be this is where the this is the plan, Saturn is the plan, and Neptune this is this is where I'm my the vision is of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And you and I look at this in in my world in um uh, my business management and visionary work and moving forward in my life and working a plan, you have to have both. But um, right now they're squaring each other, meaning that they're not aligning. Uh-huh. So I just bring it down to, to my process of um, how do I get, how do I, how do I m- um, match the engine and the map? 
right? Cause, because if, if my map is taking me into the water and I got a land engine, uh-huh. it's not going to work, right? So that's how I'm looking at the two of them squaring each other. Uh-huh. So what, um, what it's time to do, something has to give. So like you said, either you're more visionary or you're more practical. And it's okay if you're one or the other. You don't have to be both in this moment. Because if you try to be both, it's just not going to work. So if you have to say, okay, this is what's happening in my life right now, um, and I just have to step back and, and deal with it and, and, like, reform my plan, or, no, no, I really want to go there, so how do, how do I need to, to change that foundation? And I've done that for myself. And here's what I've done. And I've most of my magic involves... Self-analysis, writing mm-hmm. stuff down, candles and oils. Just, we're very therapeutic with our process. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, this is why Jackie and I get along so well. We're very therapeutic with us. So, so magically, um, and this is also mentally at the same time, is as I make these, the, the, I'll take a big 11 by 17 piece of paper, and I'll, I'll make five rows. It could be four, it could be three, but definitely no more than five. And what I do is, is I'll, and then I'll make four columns. The first column, I'll write down the five areas of my life, give it the title of what it is. Like it might be finances, it might be a relationship, it might be children, career, whatever those big, those, the, the big uh-huh. five areas of your life. And where am I in them? Uh-huh. And then down on the right side, I put the vision. Where do I want to be? This is really what it comes down to. Where am I today and where do I want to be? And when that is in conflict, um, it's, it, it gets confusing because we're, we're, not, um, we're not in agreement with ourselves. So, so where you want to be and where you want to go, the first thing I say is, do I really want that? Uh-huh. This is an opportunity to, to be honest with yourself and say, do I really want that? I might not want that. It's a reality um, because often we we get stuck in the you shoulds. Yeah. You should want um, um, to garden every day and cook vegan and all this other stuff. I mean, I got stuck in that. We've you've heard everyone's heard me on the radio for the past six years talk about I've given up the need to garden, cook, or enjoy the outdoors because uh-huh. I'm living in this. You should want to do this. And and so, how many shoulds do you have in that in that right hand column? Um, and spend some time going, where do I really want to be? Mm-hmm. And I decided for myself some of these things that are shoulds I don't want anymore. It's also okay to change your mind, but your spirit and our soul always works really hard to manifest our beliefs. And if we no longer believe that, but we're still trying to strive for that. So what I do is I'll take um, a stability candle and, and light it on the left side of me and an emotional balance candle and light it on the right side of me. So that future thing is all about emotions. It's got nothing yeah. to do with stability. Stability is where you are today. It's kind of like that seven steps. You're, you're getting comfortable in your skin and then writing your ticket. So... Um, then I, I spend a little time with it. I have nothing between these two columns. There's nothing in the rest of the columns for a while. 
This isn't a one-shot deal. Yeah. This is a process. And and then I come back a couple days later after I've tried on all of these visions, all these things where I wanted to go. I don't do anything with them for a minute. I light that emotional candle. I let it burn. I read this stuff, and I and I, as my mother-in-law would say, I'd smoke on it. Not that I'm really smoking, but uh-huh. um, I'd think about it, and come back in 24 or 48 hours and look at it again because my, when you bring it top of mind, life changes. This is what magic is, my friends. It, it's it, you know, this is what magic is. You you become aware. You wake up and you heal. Um, and then I come back to it and I decide, what am I going to do with this? How is this going to change? Once I've decided how this is going to change, then I just fill in the next column to the left from where I am and say, what's the one thing I need to do this month, this year, this quarter, this season to head towards that end goal? Just one thing in each of your five categories. Uh-huh. One thing. Not laying it all out, but just the one thing I need to do this year. Actually, the the first column is the one thing I need to do this year. The next column is the one thing I need to do this season. And then I drill down as the one thing I need to do this month. Uh-huh. It takes it from this overwhelming, I'm not good enough, see how, how far away I am from my goal, nothing can happen in my life, it takes it away from that into this small little bite-sized piece. Yeah. It's it, in in honest to God, you focus on that, then you bring in and this is when I bring in my third candle and I bring in the happiness candle. Cuz if I can't come from a place of joy in doing this, I'm doing the wrong things. <laughs> really. Exactly. Um and uh you know the interesting thing is that there was two other little bits that I wanted to to talk about because, and it's interesting that you already addressed them on two levels, is that the other thing in an English chart that you want to look at is where is the sun? Because the um, an English chart um, is really about the sun moving into summer. Or if you happen to be in below, you know, the southern hemisphere, Mm-hmm. Um, it has to do with going into winter, okay? But it is still the sun, okay? And the sun in um, North America, which the bulk of our listeners are, um, falls in the fourth house. Um, and the fourth house kind of gives a clue. The sun is basically going to shine light on what really matters right now, okay? And in the mm-hmm. fourth house, it has to do with home, family, security, one's roots, where we come from, what really matters to us. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And the ruler of cancer is the moon, of course, which in this chart is in the second house, which has to do with what it is that we value, okay, and to an extent money, okay, Um, uh, uh, because at the end of the day, our values are our our currency. Um, Truth, right there, truth. And, uh, uh, you know, so, so basically, I think that, you know, this is where the light shines, you know, how to deal with the antidote to Saturn-Neptune, okay, um, which is this vast influence, okay, is really what are you doing to make your life more secure? And if you think about the news right now, Jackie, I mean, there's a terrorist attack every other day at this mm-hmm. point. Um, uh, 
and um, we are you know uh, the focus is on security. What is happening in my home? Um, uh, you know, and by home, what you, you know, all of the factors with the home, which I think has to do with with um, the home is the symbol of the of of how we're structuring and managing our lives. Um, our family, how we're structuring and managing um, the people that are around us, okay? And security, which I think has a lot to do with what is making us feel safe, okay? So that is the antidote to that Saturn-Neptune stuff. And this, is, this trend is about to continue as we move into the first um, eclipse, which happens on August the 7th. Okay. Now, an eclipse is a lunation, okay? Um, That's a, is that a real word or a made-up word? No, a lunation is a real word. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lunation is the aspectal relationship between the sun and the moon, um, and uh, the uh, uh, you know, and a lunar eclipse is always a full moon, okay? Um, uh, so this is where. Um, energy is ripe, the ripest. Mm-hmm. It's also the things, the way that I look at a full moon magically is that the sign that the full moon falls in is something that we have to look at very, very strongly. Okay, now, let's break this down. The moon in this particular chart is in the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius has to do with the group it has to do with technology. It has to do with networking. Um, it, it, it has to do with higher-minded ideals and ethics and more, you know, things that are are, are considered moral. Um, uh, you know, it, it, in many ways, you can look at the at the Aquarius as the objective man. Okay, you know, this is this is uh, Aquarius, the, the sign that or the planet that rules Aquarius, Uranus, does not like flesh. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and he shoved his children back into the particular underworld. Okay, um, in order to um, eradicate uh, their bestial activities, basically. You know, they, they weren't perfect. So this is this is a very objective sort of sign, and one of the things that I am noticing, and where I'm starting to see the eclipse start to crop up, okay, um, is that um, uh, uh, is people looking at circumstances and, uh, and 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 scenarios in which they, you know, rather than them finding opportunities to change their lives, Jackie, which I think that the sun on the other side in Leo says that this is about you. Um, I think that they're looking at everything that's wrong and everything that's not perfect. Um, uh, And rather than us evolving into something, okay, it's almost like, and, you know, one of the things that um, we talked about in the last show was entitlement. There's almost like this belief that everything should just be the way that we want it to right now and that there shouldn't have to be this particular struggle in order for us to get from point A to point B. So the group is a large factor moving up here. So I want you to kind of keep that group in mind for just a second, Jackie, okay? okay? Right. Because we're going to go back to the Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> okay. Okay. The Yellow Brick Road in the lunation, or in the lunar eclipse, 
um, is Scorpio. Okay, that's the sign that's on the ascendant. Scorpio is rough. Okay, Scorpio is in you know one of the things that where you can um, put a couple of keywords on this, and I like um, uh, a particular horary keyword for uh, Scorpio is enforced change. In other words, you have no choice in the matter now. You have to change. This has to change. You know, this yellow brick road now. So think about the yellow brick road, Jackie. And on this particular yellow brick road. Everything that, that you have felt that life was about and everything that has held meaning to you and everything that has held some form of value to you has to change. Mm. There has to be a tearing down of the old that is not working, that is no longer giving any value and meaning, that is no longer um, being productive for you has to change, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and that's where that yellow brick road is particularly about. At is this that particular kind of um, when they were forced off the yellow brick road into the field of poppies? Yeah, you can look at it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that is more of a detour, okay? Um, still, the yellow brick road is good. You know, I think that more of the yellow brick road in which you can think about this is, you know, when the witch is throwing, the, they're walking down the, uh, the yellow brick road and the witch is throwing the fireballs? Yeah. You can't, you know, this this difficult situation is now in front of you, okay? A witch is throwing fireballs at you. Right. <laughs> um, but you have to navigate through this in some way. And you may need to change direction. You may need to move a little bit more to the left. You may need to move a little bit more to the right. You may need to back up a little to avoid this particular fireball. You need to make some form of changes. And the events and the circumstances that are problematic in your life right now are the fireballs. <laughs> Okay, now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just, they usually are problematic when they're fireballs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's problematic, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, so we have this group situation. And what I look at in regards to this, okay, is, uh, you know, what am I giving of meaningful value to the group? Mm-hmm. And what what is not what in the group is not giving me any value? Um, it's also, that's one level, okay? The other level may be looking at where my, may my ideals and understandings of what I want to have happen in my life right now may be unrealistic at the current time. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, this eclipse here, is really um, the next, you know, the, the, the total eclipse is the biggie. But, you know, this is something to kind of keep in mind because it is somewhat going to flow into the next particular eclipse, okay? Now, the thing to kind of keep in mind with this is that this moon, Jackie, which is important, okay, falls into the 12th house of self-undoing in the Cancer Ingress chart, okay? So, again, now we can add another layer. What, how are we self-sabotaging ourselves? So not only do we have the issue in regards to where are our expectations so high that they may not even be achievable and may be causing us pain and fireballs flying at us, but how is this undoing us? That's a lot of self-awareness. Yeah. It's a lot. Get ready, oh. baby. It's about to get worse. Okay. <laughs> but start talking about this one. 
Delusia? Um, no. Oh. It, it, it is a lot of uh, of stuff, okay? Um, uh, and it's going to get worse, um, uh, you know, in the next show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, awesome. Uh, but uh, and it's going to require a lot of, uh, I think, soul-searching with people. And I think that that is basically the key to this particular summer is a lot of soul-searching, Okay. In regards to this magically, Jackie, okay, let's talk a little bit about um, unrealistic expectations and self-sabotage. Okay. So that was a question to you. Oh. <laughs> you were a little scared there. I was there, ready I for you to keep going. No. Um, <laughs> you were a little scared there, I think. No, I was like, uh, okay. Abadi, abadi. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the next thing. But but talking about that self sabotage part of it, and talking about the um, the eclipse and Aquarius and and uh, Scorpio and all of these things that it feels um, very nebulous. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to grasp. Um, Look at it, the world right now. Right. It's it's I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. You know, it's interesting for self-sabotage, whenever I do that, I pull out two candles if I'm finding I'm in self-sabotage. I pull out the stability candle and the protection candle. And the reason why I do the protection candle, because what's the ingredients in it? I mean, you can protect yourself from yourself, too, from going off the deep end, because it has um, the ingredients in it with, like, frankincense and sandalwood that help you level up. Um, and help create um, a divine resonance around you. Now, um, I would I would pull those two in, and um, and and taking that personal inventory over and over and over again. Because what you said is that if you're looking at what is wrong and not perfect with the world, the minute the minute I mean this is just a self awareness that I've had for years. The minute things are falling apart around me, the first thing I do, and you can ask Patty, is like, what what could I have done better? Uh-huh. What could I have done better? And it doesn't matter if it's on the personal stage or the national stage. I mean, even even with the, with the election results going not quite the way I thought they would back in November, my first question is, what could I have done better and how can I contribute now? Yeah. That's it. So... Um, so that's now your new question in in August <laughs> is what can I do better? And then um, from there, um, you've got this stability and protection. And then with it being a, um, a solar solar eclipse, correct? No, this is a lunar. This is a lunar eclipse. Um, is is that inner balance with it too? Because the lunar is that inner inner process. Yeah. Um, and then finding that balance for yourself. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, and, is and the stability and protection will bring you out of the ethers. So, like, you're the inner balance candle. You're in the ethers. A, a, exactly. And the thing here is, is that in the in the lunation chart um, for the lunar eclipse, the moon falls in the third house of communication and ideas. And I, that's why I think that now is um, uh, an important period for us to consider where 
our expectations may be too high. If this moon would have been in a different house, say, for example, it would have um, landed in the sixth house, I think that the question would be more, less generalized and introspective, and more along the lines in regards to what is going on in my personal life, my day-to-day life, Mm-hmm. Um, in which my expectations um, or my vision of it um, uh, may be too high that's, uh, that's causing self-sabotage. And it may be you know, something as simple as the job that you have, the job that you go to, your nine-to-five, okay, mm-hmm. um, uh, may not be where it is that you want it to be. And... The reason why that you're having all of these disagreements with your coworkers and you know your boss and you are having an argument every day, okay, is because the self sabotage is trying to create the particular way out in some form of way. Um, we, that is that is a really important um, point because yeah. your self sabotage is is telling you something. Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely telling you something. It's saying, I'm not ready. Yeah. For example, if it is in the seventh house, okay, and you're in this, this uh, you know, which would mean that it was now about relationships, where are your expectations of relationships too high? And where are your expectations in regards to how your partner should be maybe possibly unreasonable and too high? And as a result of that, how are you self-sabotaging the relationship? And it can be as simple as not being as available. It can be as simple as nagging. It can mm-hmm. be as simple as, um, uh, uh, you know, doing not things being that are argumentative, not being present. Mm-hmm. And then sooner or later, a fissure is going to happen within the relationship, and it's going to bust up. But we have a tendency to look at, oh, my husband, you know, um, or my my boyfriend is not being as attentive to me as he should. But really, the self-sabotage is happening on the inside. Mm -hmm. So there is something inside of you um, uh, that is happening. All of this stuff, um, I think, in regards to um, looking at things, is, is that how you say magic takes two people. Um, you know, that's one of your, your large phrases. Mm-hmm. Here is, here is, I think that this applies to all of life because life and relationships, I think, is like a mathematical equation. If you remove or add something to one side, you have to do the same thing to the other. Um, if you're having a problem in your relationship, then there is a problem within both people on some level. And if you make a change, even if it is a self-sabotage change, Mm -hmm. that self-sabotage is also going to add itself to the other side of the equation. It's going to affect and influence it. Um, But it is still your self-sabotage. Of course, your partner has their own issues that they're dealing with, but I can't deal with them. I can only deal with, you know, people (laughs) that are listening to my show. Uh, You know, but I I think it is being more insightful and more cognizant, basically, you know, with that moon being in the third house of ideas and concepts and learning and um, understanding languages and stuff like that. That directs me to kind of looking at things in this very inner sort of way, um, in which we can get some form of personalized meaning, basically. Mm-hmm. 
it's the truth right there. And that we're done. I mean, wow. <laughs> we are done. It, it, it has been a great. I, I think that there was a lot of information for everybody there. Yeah, we. Um, I'm full. My brain is. <laughs> For sure. Well, considering we're recording another show, we will have a 15 minute break to release that. <laughs> yeah. so, so do some jumping jack. Yeah. Some <laughs> Make some tea, maybe, because it's about to become rougher. <laughs> At least turn off the air conditioning because I'm freezing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, everybody, go over to www.coventrycreations.com. Again, that's www.coventrycreations.com. There is the firecracker candle. Um, that is a limited edition that's going to go fast, so order that. Plus, Jackie has mentioned some candles. If you need to go back to the show and listen to them again, make sure that you get that. So, and the purpose that we're doing this so early is that people can be already prepared for when this energy starts, okay? Um, and I would start um, uh, the stuff, the, the magic that we talked about during the, the Cancer Ingress, which was the first part before I got into the eclipse. I would start that right around the solstice. And, uh, you know, so your firecracker candle combined with the other candles, I think will help you to be able to manage the summer process a little bit better, okay? Then when we get closer to the eclipse, a couple of weeks beforehand, probably around the end of July, okay, I would begin to start to do your magic around the lunar eclipse, okay, um, and uh, and start to get that going in regards to, uh, uh, you know, the self-sabotage candles um, that Jackie was talking about. And, um, you know, the one thing that I, I think that they may want to add into that, Jackie, um, uh, is maybe throw in a truth or justice candle um, to help them be able to see that's a great. That's a great idea. Would well, help idea. them be able to see where that these issues are are, are kind of coming um, from at this particular point. Um, so cruise on over to www.coventrycreations.com. We have all of the candles for that, um, and we will see you guys in two weeks with the big, huge, gigantic solar eclipse, which is going to take a whole freaking show. Um, it, it it's will. a big one, and it is the biggest eclipse that is going to happen in our lifetime. So oh. if you're alive on this planet right now, this is the biggie. It's the biggie. So you will definitely want to tune into that show. But, Jackie, <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> what do they need to do? Keep it magic because it's going to save your life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe quite literally. Speak, speak life, everybody. We'll see you in a few weeks.
apart I do, I don't, I will, I won't It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well, it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips as the arms of compassion Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life